Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Radvanoski, and you are listening to the CBH Podcast. morning good morning so so i get this call on uh tuesday i get a call from the agent on tuesday and says um um a whole cast went down well not the whole cast i mean they had to they had to let go of a cast uh of soloists for the messiah uh, in philadelphia apparently one of the soloist and or conductor uh tested positive and they sent the whole group home because they had been uh, with each other in a rehearsal space, and so um, they they sent the group home, and we're trying to trying to piece together uh, a group of soloists for um for a quick turnaround. Uh, this was on Tuesday in the evening, in the afternoon, I guess, late afternoon that I heard about this, and then by Wednesday morning, I was in the car at five a.m. driving up to Philly, and so um, you know quickly straight to the clinic for the PCR test. I had already taken a um, rapid test before I even left Washington. And then um, another another rapid test uh, at the hotel when I got there. So three tests got me into uh, rehearsal. And rehearsal basically was just their their final dress. I mean, their, it was their dress rehearsal. So you know, all we could really do was just uh, set tempos and and run it. Um, there wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot more that we could uh, accomplish, and so that's what we did, you know. And and you know, in these sort of funny times where you know you just need four professionals on the stage to jump in and do it, that, that's exactly what happened. Um, um, it was good, and and uh, seeing old friends and and. Uh, sort of everybody having the experience of just like parachuting into something is is um exciting in a way and it was a good crowd and it was one of those classic sort of uh, messiah once a year crowds where they're they're not sure when to applaud so they always applaud and um <laughs> i was looking at my clock you know <laughs> i was looking at my watch because i was i was trying to get home to watch the the kennedy center thing and and so <laughs> I go, all right, this is a 90-minute uh, show with no intermission, and we start at 7 o'clock or 7.05. I, I should be able to get out of here by uh, 8.45 and rush home and, and, and all that. And so um, once they started the applause after every number, I thought, oh. <laughs> but it was good. Where where the maestro could, he he would step on the applause and, and just uh, powerhouse through, uh, you know, right into the next number. Often when it was going right into the choral music, he just, like, slammed right through the, the – um, the applause because applause can goof you up um, if you can't hear <laughs> the continuo rolling the chord behind you for the for the next uh, recit. You go wait wait wait. <laughs> I'm not that good a musician. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm in Philly now, and uh, we have another show tonight. And I, I'm gonna th- I'm thinking I'm gonna just drive home uh, tonight. There's no point in um, you know. You know, for as late as I stay up after a show, you, I might as well just be in the stupid car and sleep in my own bed tomorrow night. Uh, because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is the Christmas episode. Uh, I think next week I'm going to be uh, putting up, uh, reposting some of my um, more popular older episodes uh, to get through the the holiday season because I just, um, 
I'm not sure I'm going to get to the shows. It's very unlike me to miss shows. I, I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't like to break the chain. Once I start something, I have a very difficult time um, uh, moving on or, or not, not doing it um, when I think I'm supposed to. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try this week. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of great episodes, um, you know, from past that have, that people have seemed to enjoy more than once. And so uh, I'll put those back up. Or I'll do a live show. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things. It was something last night. I did make it home in time to watch the, the Kennedy Center Honors. And what's so funny is that we got bumped twice. So in the order of the actual show, the opera portion was second. We went right after Joni Mitchell. Um, and then for the television broadcast, they, they completely, um, not completely, but almost completely turned around the whole schedule. I mean, we knew they were going to end with Barry Gordy and Stevie Wonder because that was, you know, a huge highlight of the show was having Stevie Wonder come in there and sing his greatest hits. And, and so that was, um, we knew that was going to come up last, but we didn't think we were going to get bumped twice. But, you know, the more I thought about it and I was going back and forth with, with Matthew Polanzani in a text and, and we were just trying to figure out why we would get bumped. And it, you know, there was, there's obvious TV reasons why. And, um, you know, by the time they were sort of promoing what's up next, like up next, you know, a tribute to, uh, Justino, uh, Diaz, uh, and you know, the big finale with Barry Gordy, you know, it was just a way to keep people or non opera people, keep them, um, watching, you know, that's all there is to it. Uh, if we hit him with opera in the first one, probably, you know, <laughs> those guys know more than we do and they know the general public and it's, and it's, um, ridiculously short attention span. And so they, they, um, uh, edited accordingly. And, and, uh, frankly, I liked it as a viewer. I liked it, but I, <laughs> I kept getting my hopes up that it was next. I wouldn't have killed myself to race home. <laughs> uh, but it was nice to, to, um, you know, from the time I heard about it until right now, it's been about a month, um, maybe a little bit more, maybe like five weeks. But um, um, interesting to go from the initial phone call, hey, what do you think about this? You know, this might happen. What do you think? And, um, you know, to go through all the horse business <laughs> and and the logistics of actually getting this concert done, which were, I mean, in COVID times, it was by far the strictest uh, most um, considered protocol of any place that I've worked. Um, this was this was um, thorough, thorough, thorough. They were not going to have some kind of uh, outbreak um, at this event. You know, this was this was hardcore. Everybody, everybody in the audience had to take this test. You know, like everybody, everybody had to have the uh, uh, rapid test. You know, that they ship to you and you ship back. I mean, it was a whole thing. Um, but it was, you know, successful time. And, and honestly, if, if the show had been live, live yesterday, like if it was, if we had actually done it, I bet they would have canceled the way, uh, this new variant is just like spreading like wildfire. It just seems like we're probably all going to get this one, right? I, I feel like we're just all going to get this one. I would like to avoid it, but, um, you know, it seems to be just spreading like wildfire and, and maybe this is our way out. Maybe this is our way out. I don't know. You know, for the people that won't won't get a, a vaccine, if they get sick, it's kind of like they got a vaccine, right? We'll just hope they didn't put some kind of um, uh, drain on the on the on the hospital and medical systems. You know, um, you know, it seems like this thing is much milder, and people aren't dying, and and uh, most of the people that are are unvaccinated, and so everybody knows the risk, right? 
We know the risk. It's so weird. It's weird to see that, you know, 800,000 people in the United States have, have um, died either directly from it or complications of it or who knows. I mean, and I know in the course of a year, a million people are going to die, right? There's 350 million people in this country. Like, surely. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what the death rate in America is, but, um, uh, you know, people leave the world. Uh, this one seems a bit avoidable if possible. Um, I just, I can't imagine I was, I was in a, uh, I went through a crowded restaurant yesterday and, and, um, it was crowded. It was real crowded and people just popped those masks off and I just didn't, it didn't feel like the, uh, the way this is going around the last week or so, it didn't feel like the time to be sitting in a crowded restaurant. But I don't know. We're doing what we're supposed to do, right? <laughs> I don't want any more theaters closing. You know, they sent home this this um, Philadelphia cast. I mean, the, the soloist cast, only one of them uh, tested positive, but they, you know, they cleared everybody out because they had all been in a small room together, you know, having a, a piano rehearsal. And so, you know, it was going to be most likely that somebody else picked it up. Now, I don't know if that's true, and probably I'll never know, but, um, uh, you know, everybody had to be flexible here. And the, the, the orchestra did well to put it, put together a, a quartet so quickly. Um you know, we we clearly weren't their first choice, <laughs> uh, but we're the ones who did it. So <laughs> it was a reduced choir too, and that was strange. We, we, you know, you're so used to a Messiah concert where everybody is, uh, you know, that that choir behind you. I, my, maybe it was half. I, it might have been less than half. It, it didn't. It didn't have a big sound, and and that was missing for me. I was missing that that uh, warmth and and that surround sound of the of the choir behind you that was that was missing a bit i don't know what it sounded like in the house i, I, I it seemed like it worked and the, and the audience went crazy for it like i said they were applauding after everything um but i don't it wasn't it wasn't the usual sound but at the same time i haven't i haven't done a messiah since uh, 2017 and so um you know it's it's um it's almost it's coming up on 5 years since i did that and and um Five years, <laughs> public math. Four years, um, yeah. But I, I didn't even have a chance to get nervous about it. I just I, I went and found the score. It wasn't it wasn't on the it was like you know way in the back of the of the bottom shelf. I had to go digging for it. I thought my Messiah days were behind me, but um, there I was. And it's the oldest score. I mean, it's, I mean, it's old for me. It's the one I used in college when I sang in the choir of it. So you know the bass part in the choir is all highlighted, and and uh, you know this has got the the markings. Uh, of a student, which is kind of fun to see. I go, I'm still holding this dumb thing 20 years later. Okay. (laughs) It still eludes me. It's not some easy thing to sing. I don't, I don't particularly look forward to it. Um, it's a, it's a barn burner, but they, they cut up the trumpets at the end, which is good because if you don't, if you go ABA in the, in the, uh, trumpet shall sound, you're going to kill the trumpeter and the bass. It's, it's really a, a rough go. If they if they don't cut it, and so we just did the A section last night, which is very very typical. It's mostly how it's done. If they even do the Easter section at all, um, which we only did a very abbreviated version. The whole thing was ninety minutes, beginning to end, with no intermission. And frankly, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. When it was done, I thought that was that's a good helping of handle. That's a good helping. We. <laughs> 
Oh man, whatever that one, the despised one. I don't know how many of you know this. There's one uh, of the altos arias that is just endless, and I've and I've done it with some incredible artists who who do it so well. But as a piece, it just slams on the brakes of the show. I mean, <laughs> everything comes to a screeching halt, and you wonder if you're going to be able to <laughs> get the engine going again. It just comes to a. a, a <laughs> Anybody who's heard of Messiah, have you heard the the alto aria about being despised or whatever? I don't even know the title of it. Thank God we cut it yesterday. But it takes it must take four hours just to sing that one piece. <laughs> and I'm not good at sitting there. I, I it's not. I'm an opera singer. You know my my concert schedule is is sporadic. I do I do one or two a year. You know it's not. I you know I'm often in a place for too long to be able to get to do a concert and and um. Uh, you know, it's not my world, and 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 so I I can do it, but I it's it's um, a challenge for me to sit, um, and feeling the entire audience's eyes on me while I'm trying to just not be focused. Um, you know, when when you're in the opera and you're out on stage, you you sort of want everybody looking at you, but in in the in the choral section, I mean the in the concert world, I'm just trying to sit there and be a good colleague while my my uh, colleagues sing, but. You know, it's it's just hard to to sit there with your back straight and hold your score. And I, you know, for the life of me, I can't remember the order of this thing. So I'm trying to refer to this tiny little card I have in my score that shows me the order. You think we just have all of this memorized? It's not true, and especially in a concert where you're never memorized. Uh, it's just remembering the order of the fifty numbers we're about to do. And you go, wait, do I come? Am I? Do I sing after the soprano, or is it after the chorus after the soprano? Like you, you have this this um, constant you know uh, anxiety in your head that maybe you're going to sing next and you don't know <laughs> uh, we need like a little um, a little teleprompter system just to be like you know tenor on deck <laughs> get ready <laughs> uh, I probably look like the least professional one because I'm the one opening the water bottle I'm sure I mean I, I finished that bottle of water next to me on stage last night and I don't, I don't remember any of my colleagues reaching for theirs. I don't. <laughs> they're clearly much better professionals than I am. But I, I go, well, there's water here, and I sing better if I have some water. And these people deserve me to sing <laughs> as well as I can. So I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna have the drink. <laughs> I mean, it's here. <laughs> the whole time you're doing it, I just assume that all two thousand people are staring right at me, waiting, <laughs> waiting for me to spill it or choke on it or drop it. <laughs> That's what's going on through my head. I'm I'm desperately trying to to stay connected to the music and the story and the text and 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 um you know it's just it's heavenly music it really is and and if you and if you stop and just take it in and uh close your eyes and just sort of let it let it uh settle in it's it's um it can be so moving. And of course everybody jumped up, you know the whole place always stands for the alleluia chorus which is great fun. And then this was the actually the first time that we wore masks on stage and kept them on when we weren't singing. The only time the mask came off was right as you were about to stand up and sing and just sort of stick it in your pocket and then put it back on, and, and uh, that went fine. I thought it was going to be like a, just another dumb thing to have to think about in the moment, but it, it, it was actually totally fine. Um, you know, for a concert setting, I would, I would not hesitate to do that again. You know, and not that I would get a choice. You know, they, every place is different, and they tell you how it's going to go, and you just got to do it. But it was nice and uh, went well and well received and and from 
easily the the most last minute gig I've ever done. It went surprisingly well. And I still made it home in time to see the show. And and I have to I just want to say thanks um to all the people that wrote me messages and there were there was a a surprising number really. Um, you know, more so than for any other thing that I've done. This was by far the most uh, contact received um, from from old friends and new friends and, and people I've never met. And, and um, that was, it was almost overwhelming. I wasn't, um, it was really something. And, and, and I'm so happy that I feel like we did what we were supposed to do that night. And, and we had to put opera in front of an audience that doesn't get a lot of opera. And, and we, we hit them over the head and it went well. And I think we looked good. And sounded good, and they cut it well. And um, I, you know, I, I'm somebody who, when it's all done, can usually tell you the 15 reasons why it could have gone better. But with this one, I really, I envisioned it going this way, and it went this way, and and it was just a part of executing a plan, really. Um, and and you know, I I talked about this, but when I was sitting in my dressing room, and the nerves started to settle in a little bit, I could feel it. I could just feel that my heart was beating faster than normal. And, and, and before a show, it always does, you know, it always starts to like, you start to get the nerves, but this had tipped into the, into the other place that, that, um, panic sets in. But, uh, you know, I just talked myself down and and reminded, reminded myself that I had a job to do. And that was to put opera in front of people that don't see it. Tell a story. This is an opera house. You're singing opera. This is what you do. Just go do what you do. They're going to love it. And they did, you know, they, because they don't know it. They, you know, they don't know that they know it anyway. Um, I guarantee you every last one of them knew the Toreador song. Oh, yeah, I've heard that in commercials. Like, you know, I saw that in cartoons. Bugs Bunny used to play uh, opera all the time. And so, um, you know, they, it was familiar to them in that way. And I think it was good that they could then see it in the actual context and say, hey, this is pretty good. This is good stuff. I go see that. Well, hoping we made a few fans. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know if that turns into ticket sales, but I bet it turns into some, right? Five or six at least. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Thursday, December twenty third. Merry Christmas. I may or may not be here next week. Um, there may be one live show, one one pre recorded, but um, I'm here. I'm staying with you, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. I love you for listening and. Um, We'll see you next time. All right, thanks. Bye.